There it is. <laughs> All right, but moving on. Did the microphone drink, bitch? I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. <laughs> Big time Timmy Jim, Chris Sale, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Welcome to another episode of Late Night Shots. There's beer all over the place now. Uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Alex tonight. How's it going, buddy? Nice. I should have realized this was in your bag and was probably a little shook up. But that's all right. It's all shook up. Nice. I mean, it took us three starts to get the podcast to go and then having a little bit of beer all over the place. It's just a party. Yeah, at least it's a legion, so it's good beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll start off with a mulligan, like we normally do on every single episode. I don't like all 100 and, what, 115 episodes we've done? 120, something like that? It's a lot of episodes. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Uh, we will start with some Panthers talk. Uh, Vernon Butler, backup D lineman for the Panthers. So <laughs> he is blocking a guy or getting blocked by a guy, and they go to the ground, and then he kind of rolls over and randomly punches Jack Doyle in the face. I don't know why. Well, I think he was confused. Probably. Because they kind of both like rolled onto him. And then like he just rolled over and saw the first guy and punched him. <laughs> Which, why would you punch a guy with a helmet? I mean, what person in their right mind would punch somebody who's wearing a helmet? I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, it's been like, what, 15, 18 years, something like that? Since I Were we freshmen? Yeah, freshmen. Yeah. Yeah. So. so it's been like... 17 years. Haven't you watched The Waterboy? Poke him in the eyes. I <laughs> know, I should have done that. Uh, yeah, Vernon Butler should have done that. Uh, it's like punches Doyle in the head, gets ejected from the game, obviously, because it wasn't one of the ones like where they're all in a pile and you can punch a guy and get away with it because they can't see it. So he punches him, gets tossed, and then he flips off the crowd in Indy. Maybe he just didn't want to be there for the butt kicking that they took. Probably. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of this. So he gets tossed, and uh, he probably wants a mulligan because he's a backup D lineman for the Panthers. I'm guessing he's not going to be there anymore. He's probably done. I know Landon was saying on Sunday that he, the guy isn't that good. He's going to be gone. That's probably why. He's just so angry. He's like, I can't even play the Panthers. I suck. <laughs> well, if he sucks, then he fits in on the Panthers. Yeah, they suck. They suck, and he's not even good enough to play for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> were the Panthers 5-3? and three? Is that what it was? Yeah, they were something like that. 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah, they were 5-3. and three, And now they have seven losses in a row. Yay for them. I think it's... You probably love it. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, well, Vernon Butler probably wants a mulligan. If you want to take advantage of your mulligan, you can head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. Mention late-night shots before your round. Get a free small bag of range balls. While you're in the pro shop, you can check out their Cleveland and Triction clubs and apparel. And also, with it being winter, they have some par 3 tournaments going on. It's uh, every other week. I don't think they have one this week because of the Christmas holidays. But they'll have one next week, and they have a couple more left after that. You look like you have something to say. It's a holiday? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, so you can check out their par 3 tournaments. I think they got some nice prizes for each of them. So you can check 
Facebook and Instagram. I think they have them on there if you're interested in them. So make sure to head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. Way to interrupt with something that was actually semi-relevant. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, thank you. Uh, so we got a couple more baseball signings to talk about. Um, we didn't really expect this first one either in the amount or the place he ended up. The Hyunjin Ryu ends up on the Blue Jays. Yeah, kind of, kind of surprising. Yeah, I don't know why they signed him. I don't know. It's, I don't think they're quite ready to compete yet. They're easily the fourth best team in that division. Like, there's, they're not even close to being top three. Ooh. Red Sox, Yankees, Rays. Yeah, Rays. I was trying to think who's yeah. who's yeah. Because to be the third best team in that division, you need like ninety some wins. They have. The potential to look like they could do good, no. but I don't think they're there yet with how young they are. No, and I don't think their pitching staff is great either. No, it is not. Because um, Ryu's their ace yeah, now, right? Yeah, he's their top. Um, well, they traded their top pitcher last year to the Mets. Oh, uh, Stroman. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Hunjin Ryu, Tanner Roark, Chase Anderson, Shun Yamaguchi. And then probably Matt Shoemaker as their starting five. It's a lot of iffy. Shoemaker used to be good injuries. Yep. Don't know the guy above him. Uh, he just got signed. Works. Tanner Rourke. good. Yeah, he was good on, good on Washington, but I think he also had just like consistency issues. I think so. I don't remember the third. Chase Anderson. I do like Chase Anderson. He, he was, was on Milwaukee. Yeah, it was Milwaukee. He yeah. was okay, too. Yeah. So they're, they're a lot of okay guys. Nothing. No aces. But a lot of okay guys in that division is not good enough. No, they need top end. Yeah. Because pitching in that division, if you have a bunch of guys who are normally 3 eights, they're going to end up being 4 fours. Yeah. Because you have to face the Sox and the Yankees in the race. Oh, yeah. And you got to play Yankee Stadium. And yeah. A bunch of hitting parks. That- yeah. So you got to realize what one, just over a third of your games are against those three teams because you play your division teams 19 times each. I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was a lot for him. Um, he's he's a really good pitcher, but he just doesn't always throw a lot um, or stay healthy enough to throw a lot. Um, he was the one who was making a run at the ERA record last year, right? Didn't he have like a one five in August, and then he got hit hard a couple times. I think so yeah. Well, the last two years. He, last year he hit, or this last year, yeah, two three two at the end. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine games started. Year before he did one nine seven. Wow, in fifteen games. That's not very many games. Um, no, I don't know why. I'm trying to go back to and last then, year. Oh yeah, god, year before it was twenty five starts, and before that was one. And then he missed the whole year. And twenty six and thirty. Wow. So he's only been at thirty his rookie year. Twenty six year old rookie. But. So through August 11th last year, he had a 1.45 ERA. That's insane. And then he actually did get hit hard a couple games in a row. He gave up four, seven, and seven. So he probably gave up more runs during that little stretch than he did. Then he gave up seven earned runs three different times last year and finished with a 2.32 ERA. That's really weird. Well, I don't think he has great stuff. Like it's just it's not like a, he's not like a super hard thrower. He just he's just like a pinpoint. Like yeah, he's got yeah only eight Ks per nine innings. 
Doesn't walk, guys. That's probably part of it. Yeah, he's a, I think he's just an accurate pitcher. And... Yeah. But he's the guy that, his like, rookie year, he had, like, the worst picture ever. Oh, wasn't he just, like, <laughs> big, young, tubby dude? Yeah, he just looked like they didn't take a good picture, and it looked really weird. Like, it almost looked like a mug shot, like, that bad? Yeah, but, it, like, like, he was goofing off in the picture. Oh. I think I showed it to you back then. Probably. It's like, oh, wow, that's this the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, another pitcher signed, also going to a team. This one I expected a little bit more that they'd get somebody. Um, Dallas Keuchel agreed to a three-year deal. It might become a fourth-year deal. Um, it's either worth fifty-five and a half or seventy-four million dollars. Going to the White Sox. Yeah. Um, so that fourth-year option will vest if he pitches at least one hundred and sixty innings in year two and year three of the deal. Um, it could be that he needs to throw 160 per, or it could be that he needs to throw 320 across those two seasons, which different contracts have different stipulations sometimes. Yeah. I'm guessing with him it'll be 160 per because he's 32 already, so it would be committing to, at that point, like uh, $18.5 million for a 36-year-old, so it's probably 160 per. Yeah. He's not quite 32. Uh, he's, he's going to be, oh, soon to be 32. When's he turn 32? The first. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's 32. <laughs> oh, so he's a few days older than me. That's cool. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really used to that yet. When you see a pitcher, he's like, oh, he's 32. That guy's old. It's like, wait a minute. Wait, I'm older than him. Oh, I'm going 32 soon. <laughs> I'm old now. Alex is the old man on the podcast. Yep. I think you're the oldest person to ever be on the per- podcast in person. I don't know. I think so. It's not like there's been that many people on in person. Um, I I like the signing for the White Sox. Yeah, me um, too. That that division's not great. No, Probably the worst division in baseball. I think this year they're gonna they're making their run for it. Yeah, there's a lot of it's a lot of a uh, talk that they're looking at other players too. Like for free agency signing yeah. or for um, it's a very serious interest in Edwin and Carson. Oh, okay. I thought there was another one, but... Oh, uh, yeah, Nicholas Castellanos. No, no. Castellanos? Castellanos. No, no. Oh, like the top guy left on the board? Yeah, like they're staring, looking to get him, too. And that's one... I could see them going after Castellanos because um, he's from... He used to play for the Tigers, and things didn't go well there. So him going back to a division to play his old team, like that is always a factor with these guys. So, yeah. oh, I can go back after a guy? Let's do that. And that's like one of their big weak spots. Outfield. Yeah, because they've lost a couple outfielders over the last couple of years, I think. Yeah, but if they could get him, then they got um, Elo Jimenez. Jimenez? Jimenez. Yeah. Jimenez. He's, he's been playing center field for them, right? Uh, I'm not sure where he it's outfield was. Because <laughs> you have... That team has a lot of young talent. Yeah, they got lots of young guys. It's yeah. just... The outfield is kind of weak, uh, yeah. thin. Both. Thin. I got a good young guy, but he's not uh, Luis Robert. Probably be up this year. But. Oh yeah. He also came over in that. Did he come over in the um, same trade as Jimenez? Um. No, I think they signed him. Oh really? Yeah, they, he started there. Oh, okay. Eighteen. 
Yeah, because I know they got a lot of prospects in the the Chris Sale trade. Yeah, and then the the Adam Eaton trade because I think there was someone else with them when they went to the Nationals. Because yeah. isn't that where they got Giolito? Yeah, Giolito went, I think, for Eaton. Yeah, which, which is that was weird. It's like really you're getting up your one of your top pitching bucks for Adam Eaton. Yeah, I wonder if it was like the Nationals thinking short term because they wanted the title. But still, like, I I. I don't know. I thought that when I saw that trade in Virginia, I was like, "That's the stupid. That's a stupid trade." Yes, yes, it was. Um, but okay. um, yeah, I agree that the White Sox they should go for it, especially with Cleveland looking to sell off. You never know with Minnesota. Like if things go a little bad there, it could be kind of bad. Like they could drop to a seventy-five win team or something. And. It's a weak division, so if you get good enough to take advantage of the Tigers and Royals and catch the rest of the division. The White Sox also, I forgot, they traded Texas for Nomar Mazara. Mazara? Yeah. Yeah, so if you have Mazara and Jimenez and Castellanos, that'd be a pretty good outfield. I like Mazara. He's still pretty young. I think he was like 26, 27. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, and then with the catcher they got, now... Oh, and they got Gio Gonzalez. Yeah, they did sign. And they're the ones who signed. Um, what's the catcher's name? Grandall. That's right. I wanted to say Avisel Garcia, and I was like, "That's not right." No, he just used to play there like four or five years. ago. Yeah, I think they're going for it. They got their young guys, and they're filling in all the holes with veterans. So yeah, I mean, they had no money other than um, what was tied up in um, right up are you. Yeah, but he resigned. He resigned, and he didn't sign for as much as he had. And I don't think they have any really. But no, probably not. Uh, let's see. What do you think? They're fifty to one to win the World Series. Um, what's that rank them at? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Tied for eighteenth. I would bet on them over. I'd put them in the top ten to win it. No, yeah, the top ten. The top ten. Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, Braves, Nationals, Red Sox, Indians, Cubs, Phillies, Cardinals, Brewers, Twins. I'd, I'd say top ten. So you're taking a couple of those teams out of there. Yeah. Maybe we need to take a serious look at division odds. For. For the White Sox. Maybe you could make some money there. I don't know. I'd have to look around a little bit to find that one. But um, yeah. Oh, the other guy that speaking of contracts, this one's weird. The Cespedes thing. Oh, yeah. So Cespedes, he was making twenty nine point five million dollars with the Mets. And it got cut to six million dollars, even though it's pretty much instantly gonna change once the season starts, once he gets healthy-ish. <laughs> once he plays the game. Yeah, because it looked like the first stipulation, because he can make up to $20 million this year, I yeah. think is what it says. Yeah, if he plays 600, or 650 plate appearances. Yeah, so like a full season, he can make $20 million. Yes. Um, the first stipulation in it is if he ends up either on the active roster or with on the injured list with an injury unrelated to this whole ankle issue he's had for the last year and a half 
ankle heel. Yeah, over yeah. yeah. Um, it immediately jumps to 11 million, and then there's some other appearance bonuses all the way up to 650, like you said. Um, and it's not gone good for the Mets since he signed the four for 110 deal with them. I just don't understand why he would do that. Baseball's all guaranteed, so why would he? Because there might be some kind of grievance against him getting the injury from like a non-baseball-related thing or going against team doctors oh, or so something like that. Be, oh, yeah, because okay. I thought that was part of it. Like, they gave him a rehab schedule and he didn't do it. So then they could, okay. That's like, this is baseball. Why are you renegotiating? Yeah. But uh, I guess that would make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they brought grievance actions. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was all, yeah. Last year was reduced to fourteen million, so it's not the first time it's happened. Oh. Uh, hmm. Yeah, he was supposed to make twenty nine last year. It was adjusted down to fourteen point eight, so he's losing potentially thirty, thirty, thirty five million from his contract because he didn't listen to team doctors. I think that's what it was. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to find it, but I can't. Yeah. See why, like what he did that. Yeah, I think there was a heel issue, and then team doctors told him to, like rest or not do stuff with it, and then he went out and did something non-baseball related and hurt it again, which not good. But like you said, it, it's all guaranteed, so maybe you just thought he could get away with it. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, Don't know. <laughs> any other signings you want to talk about? Um. Let's see the Angels. They went and signed another, another player. It's good for them. They should have. Like they should have signed another pitcher. Yeah, they needed it, and that it's a good um, bounce back guy. Yeah, it's a guy you wanted, right? Yeah, I thought the Mariners would yeah. know, fit well with them with for a one year, two year deal. Yeah. Julio Toron. Yep, and it ended up being one for nine million. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I like the deal. Um, just it's another bounce back arm like you said with all the other guys that are iffy because you have him and Dylan Bundy and Shohei Otani and you just don't quite know what you're going to get from a bunch of the guys you just hope one or two of them hit it's like that although it's Angels so it's kind of a weird thing because they've had a lot of arm issues the last couple of years mm-hmm. so going after another guy that's iffy because his is a shoulder right think it was shoulder yeah yeah which is part of the issue like if a guy just has the elbow issue you know in 18 months he's gonna be fine yeah shoulder with the shoulder you don't know if it's gonna be like a lingering thing where he loses five to ten miles an hour on his pitch like he did last year averaging under 90 miles an hour on his fastball i was like it went down last year which is kind of a big deal um if it does get back to being healthy there is good news about it that his fastball spin is still above average, and he has like a B-ranked curveball, uh, 84th percentile. So he still has like good um, metrics to his pitches. He just needs to throw harder again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, bottom tenth percentile in fastball velocity. Not yeah, good. Yeah, it was down there. It was Felix. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really see any other maybe the Cesar Hernandez ones going to the Indians uh, one year for 6.25 yeah 
Yeah. I don't mind him. He's just kind of a good utility-ish. Yeah, I think he's a pretty good utility guy. Yeah. Potential to be good, but probably will be a utility. Uh, Ian Kinsler retired. Yep, and you have disliked him for a solid five years now? At least? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I thought I remembered every time he got brought up. You're like, no, he's not good. Well, yeah, I don't think he's been good for that long. Yeah. I used to like him. Pretty sure it's been garbage since. Yeah. Oh, that's not even a good sign. All right. Yeah, I think that's about it for the baseball signings. Unless there's any other ones that pop out to you. Yeah, 2016 was last year. He had a good <laughs> bat average this year. Yeah, that's fine. 288. After that, it was all below. 230? 240. Okay. He was on, what, the Angels and the Padres and one other team? Uh, Red Sox? Boston. Yeah. Because yeah. Pachoria went down, so they signed him. Yeah, 2016, he had a great year. 28 homers, 288, 14 sole bases, and then after that, it was been downhill and... Got off the enhancing this and stopped playing well. <laughs> yes. Probably. He's also got old. Yeah. Got his last big paycheck and was like, I don't care anymore. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll jump to football now. Uh, that foosball. Yeah. It was a little weird this week. If you turned in Thursday night expecting to see a game, there wasn't one. Uh, the last Thursday night game was two weeks ago. But there were three Saturday games. And hopefully you weren't betting on Jameis Winston doing good again because that run was up. I was not. Yeah. <laughs> um, he really does look like he's on pace for 5,030-30. I think he's 28 touchdowns, 28 picks right now. Um, I know he's at 28 picks because he threw four in this game. 31 touchdowns. That's what he's at? Yep. Okay, so all he needs is two more interceptions. And he can get 30 picks. And 100 yards, and he got the five. I hope he does. And it's against Atlanta. But, it, like, he's got, okay, average, 61%. I think that's below league average. I think it's a blow this year. Just barely, though. It used to be okay. Yeah. But he's got nine fumbles. That's a lot. Four loss, but that's not his most ever. In oh. 11, two years ago. Oof. All right, so... Stop looking at his stats. How many multi-interception games do you think he has this year? How many games have they played? He's, he's played 15 games. I'll say 15. <laughs> uh, no, we'll go with uh, 11. Nine multi-interception games and six with three or more. 4-3-5-2-2-4-2-3-4. That's so bad. Yeah, and I, I watched this game. Beginning of it, and I was like, "Wow, these are just terrible passes. Why are you throwing that?" I guess there is a bet you can make on Winston, like a time that he'll throw his first interception. So you can make a bet for like uh, one thirty Eastern. Will Jameis have thrown an interception yet? Yes or no? And I think it's hit more than it hasn't this year. Because <laughs> uh, I think he did it again in this game. I know he did it last week against Detroit because he threw an interception on the first drive of the game. Yeah, he, it was he, like, he had three in the first quarter. Oh, Barry, uh, just over the first quarter. It was like a minute, half a minute into the second, geez. I think. In this game against Houston? Yeah. Which, that was the Saturday morning game, was Texas Texans at Tampa. Um, yeah, Texans were up big. Buccaneers tried to kind of claw back, and it ended up being 20-20 going into the fourth quarter. 
He needs to throw four picks so he can double his most. Um, Has he only ever thrown 16 in his? No. No, no 18. 18. Yeah. Okay, he's got a lot more to throw. He's got to throw eight. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Never mind. That would be an NFL record. <laughs> I don't know what the record is for interceptions in a game. I would guess five. Yeah, probably. I don't. I think you're getting benched oh, after five. I know Peyton Manning threw five or six in a game against the Chargers. Yeah. A lot of good quarterbacks have, but. Yeah, everybody's had, like, a game. Uh, nope, the most interceptions thrown in the game is eight. It was before the NFL started. So it was he, 1950. He's going for the record. Oh, Nathan Peterman that one year, he threw, like, five in the first quarter. Well, yeah, but then he got benched. So yeah. didn't, he won't usually get benched, so it doesn't. Six quarterbacks have thrown seven interceptions in a game recently. Most recent is Ty Detmer in 2001. So seven could happen, and it's Jameis. But they're playing Atlanta, who has like seven interceptions on the year. So they're due. They're both going to double. <laughs> double it up. Yeah. Um, so Texans lock up the division with the win. But he's going to throw five touchdowns, too. Oh, it's 36-36. <laughs> and then he's thrown for 600 yards. So 5,500 yards. 36-36. Texans lock up the division with this because uh, they're 10-5. and five. Bucks are 7-8. and eight. Uh, but it looks like Jameis is coming back next year is what I saw. Something like that. Oh, I haven't heard that. But... I don't know. Maybe it was a fake thing I saw, but I don't know. We'll talk more about that during the <laughs> offseason. It's hard to sell sometimes. Yeah. If you don't. Uh, this game that was close for the first three quarters, Bills-Patriots. That was the afternoon game Saturday. Uh, Patriots ended up winning 24-17. Bills choked it away at the end. Yeah, they did. Uh, so, Patriots win the division. Bills are locked into the five seed also. Uh, they cannot move because both the Titans and Steelers are eight and seven. And the Bills are ten and five, so no one can catch them. Uh, Patriots need to win their final game to get the two seed because the Chiefs are only a game behind them, I think. Right? Chiefs are 11 and four. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, and the Chiefs beat the Patriots, so the Patriots lose. They're playing the Dolphins. I don't expect it to happen because it's in New England, not in Miami. Because Brady's like 50-50 in Miami. But I think he's only lost like once to him in New England. I think it's Miami's turn. Like do. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. win, but So Patriots likely get the number two seed, giving Brady like his 12th first round buy or something ridiculous, which is insane. A lot of quarterbacks don't have 12 postseason appearances. He's got 12 buys. You know who has more wins in a season? Or in the, his first eight seasons or whatever? What do you mean? Most Quarterback with the most wins in the first eight seasons. Oh, like regular season wins? Yeah. Russ, right? Yeah. yeah. So Russ is better than Brady. <laughs> <laughs> no? That's not how that works? I don't <laughs> think so. Let's go on for the joke. Yeah. Missed it a little. That's all right. Missed it by. That much. Just like every Brady pass that's been thrown from this last six weeks. <laughs> uh, the Saturday night game was Rams at Niners. The Rams were up pretty, wasn't it 21-3 to in this game? I think it was 21-3 uh, at one point. Um, but the Niners ended up scoring 21 points in the th- second quarter. Now i got to look because I don't want to be super off here. They could have been up, yeah. It, uh, depends on where the touchdowns were scored. Uh, oh, no, sorry, it was 21-10. to it was fourteen to three. Um, but the Niners came back. They made it 
thirty. It was or they were up. They're up thirty-one to twenty-eight. The Niners were in the fourth quarter. Uh, Rams were driving. Goff threw a bad pass that the Niners' safety just straight up dropped. Like it was a bad duck. Um, safety dropped it for the Niners. Rams got into field goal range. Their line made it, so it was 31-31. It's like, oh, no, it was a missed interception, like going to cost the Niners here. But they drove back down the field. They got inside the 20, I think, and Gould kicked a game winner. Uh, so they went 34-31, and they're currently leading the division now. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll go with at that point they were leading the division. Yes. Because they were 12-3, and and the Hawks had yet to play. Um, and Hawks fans probably wish it stayed that way. But we'll wait till we get to that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First round by. First overall. Yeah, I. We'll get At there. this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, when we get through the recaps, we'll take a little break to talk about like the playoff scenarios. The kind of boring playoff scenarios. Yeah, it would have been more interesting um, with the game tonight if it would have been different. But it wasn't, so that's another one that's pretty much locked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the very few scenarios we'll get to uh, after we talk about the rest of the games. Uh, when we get to Sunday, Falcons-Jags. I don't know if anybody cares about this game. Mm, who won? Falcons did by 12. Yeah. Minshew looked bad. He was like, though at one point I remember he was 13 for 31 with like 140 yards or something. Which is not good. Uh, and it's not like the Falcons have a good secondary. But no, I thought they had one of the worst. worst. Yeah. <laughs> Minshew just didn't look good. Um, Ravens at Browns. Browns looked good for the first seven or 27, 28 minutes of this game. They're up 6 nothing. Um, they're causing issues for the Ravens, and then the Ravens scored two touchdowns and then scored a touchdown on the opening drive in the third quarter, so they're up 21-6. to six. And that game was over. Um, Mark Ingram got above 1,000 yards, which was Lamar's goal. But then he got hurt in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Calf strain. Oh, just a strain. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard. Like, he thought he had torn his Achilles. Yeah, because I think, like, when he got up to move, like, he crumbled. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, okay, it's not as bad. But. Yeah. Um, and luckily, he gets two weeks off because the Ravens are resting everybody next week. So hopefully, he said he's hopeful to play in the playoffs, but I'm a, I'm a little nervous there. I think he'll be okay. I hope so. I'll take some steroids or whatever. Hey, no Ravens players have taken illegal drugs in the final game of the season to be able to play. Well, what? He's going to take that Ray Lewis stuff. Deer Antler spray? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> um your team was up is up next, Saints Titans. Yeah, they started off a little, a little sluggish. Yeah, um, I was wondering, like, I kind of wished I could have been in the same room as you and Brad for this one. <laughs> Titans are up fourteen right away, but like one of them was a trick play, the other one was a busted coverage. It's like they probably shouldn't be up fourteen nothing, but they are. And then both teams are like, hold on, we got to remember who we are here. <laughs> Timeout. Hold yeah. on. So after the first quarter, the Saints outscored the Titans thirty-eight to fourteen. They end up winning by 10, 38-28. Um, and Breeze and Michael Thomas and finally Kamara did good. Just setting records all over the place. Yeah. Thomas breaks the record for catches in a season with one game left. 
Uh, it's 145 catches. Is what he has now? He broke Marvin Harrison's record. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Thomas is insane. <laughs> Crazy. And I think this will be something we bring up as like a hot take later on. At least I want to. Like maybe we'll do a bonus episode. Michael Thomas is going to break Jerry Rice's records. If he stays with, well, <laughs> he keep Breeze around for ten years. I don't. I just, in today's game. Yeah, he got he, such a jump he, on it. As long as he keeps a good quarterback. Because Michael Thomas is, what, 25? 24? Yeah, he's... 93. So, oh, so he's 26. That's not the right Michael Thomas. I want that Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, he's, oh, he's almost 27 already. Um, but st- dang it, stop it! I hate when there's ads on the side. And they don't pop up until after you've clicked there to like scroll down. Yep, Michael Thomas already has 5,500 yards in his career and 466 catches. He's improved every year. More catches, more yards. Yeah, that is impressive. Except for touchdowns, they're almost the same every year. Nine five nine nine. <laughs> yeah, nine nine. Ah, but he has one rush for negative nine yards this year. Oh. He's losing it in his old age. <laughs> Get him the ball. Let's go. Oh. It's his only rush. That's what. Yeah. Of his career. Yeah. So then we'll stay in that division. We mentioned this earlier in the Mulligan. The Panthers, I don't know what's wrong with them, but it's pretty funny. Uh, they get demolished by the Colts. And it came where Brissett throws for 115 yards. And the Colts win 38 to 6. Like, I don't know where their yards come from. Under 100 rushing yards? The Colts? No, they had like 212 rushing yards. They just didn't have any single player over 100. Oh, okay, there it was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I was they, like, yeah, they the top rusher was 95 yards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. 95, 85, or 84. Yeah. So then this next game, it's not one that I would normally want to talk about. Dolphins-Bengals. It is 28-6 to six in the... Third quarter, I think. Bengals come all the way back. They score a touchdown to be down 27-35. to 35. Um, Onside kick, they get it. They get a pass down to like the 25 or the 30. There's no time left on the clock, or enough for one more play. Uh, Tyler Eifert catches a touchdown. I think it was Eifert. Then Andy Dalton runs it in for two with no time left on the clock. 35-35. But then the Dolphins come back and forth in overtime. Dolphins kick the field goal and win. Which good for Cincy because they want the number one pick. <laughs> Did they bench Dalton after he got that two point conversion? I don't know, but that would have been fun. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> get out of here! Bengals clinch the number one pick. Dolphins get to four wins, so I think that puts them at like the number five pick or something. Somewhere in there right now. Um, <laughs> Brian Fitzpatrick becomes like the first quarterback to throw. Oh yeah, I saw something. four touchdowns with seven different teams or something <laughs> weird like that. He keeps coming up with all these weird stats. Like what was the one? He's thrown a touchdown against, uh, like I don't know who it was Tampa with seven different teams or something. Which is just crazy. He's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go play for this team now and do good as a backup and yeah. start. And where is he gonna go next? He should go to the Hall of Fame as like the best backup quarterback of all time. I don't know if he actually is, but it'd be funny. He's got to be up there. Like yeah. He just shows up, throws 400 yards. Yeah. He's just super good for a while. Then he has a horrible game. Then gets benched and like goes to a new team. Yeah. And then it's just repeated over and over. 
Uh, next one, this is the Le'Veon Bell game. Uh, last week we talked about how he's probably going to get 30 touches. He got 29, so we were barely off. Oh. I, was, I was keeping an eye on it as the game went. Um, it's not like it was was good, 25 carries for 72 yards. But the Jets ended up winning 16-10 uh, to 10 because the Steelers are not good. Their offense is horrible. They also lost their whole team. Their quarterback is hurt. Their running back is hurt. Their center? I think. Is that he's a, is he a center? I think so. I don't remember now, but. Interior offensive lineman. Their best one, I would say? Probably. At least Juju's back. For this week. He'll hit yeah, it. Probably. Um, so the Steelers, they're 8 and 7 and tied with the Titans for the sixth seed. Um, so good win by the Jets, I guess. Donald's like six and four as a starter this year or something. Six and five. It should be. It's not that good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, another poopy game that went to overtime. Giants went 41-35 over the Redskins in overtime. And then they went out and got drunk. They did. Oh, they did? <laughs> the quarterbacks did. Did you not do that? Uh-uh. Oh, him and... Uh, oh, like Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins? Or, no, no, or like, Daniel Jones and Eli? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, like at a bar doing flip cup after the game or something. I saw it. It's like, well, that's funny. Yeah. Celebrate. Uh, the Lions lost again, so they were 2-0-1, oh, and, and they are 1-11 since then. <laughs> uh, they lose to the Broncos by 10. Broncos are 6-9 and nine now, actually looking decent. You know, they're so bad because they cut C.J. Anderson. That's true. Since <laughs> that happened. When that he that happened? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Oakland beats the Chargers 24-17. I don't really care about that game. No, it's kind of whatever. Um, probably the ugliest game of the weekend. Eagles beat the Cowboys 17-9. Just not a good game. Cowboys didn't score a touchdown. That's what the Cowboys do. Poop the bed. It's okay. They look good. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Yeah. Sorry. We suck. You suck again. Oh, no. Uh, and then that was probably the ugliest, or no, worst game of the week. But this one might have been the ugliest because the Cardinals destroyed the Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah, they didn't They didn't look good. Like everywhere, every, every the game was just bad. Yeah. Um, it could have been worse because Fitzgerald had a questionable catch overturned in the end zone. It, it looked like it could have... I don't know if you saw it. No, I didn't see it. It was diving. It, like, it hit the ground, and it looked like it might have moved a little bit. But it's Fitzgerald, so you just give it to him. He's, like, the second greatest receiver of all time. Numbers-wise. No, don't <laughs> give it to him. <laughs> um, yeah, so Cardinals went 27-13. And it is a blow to the Seahawks, but at the same time, it's not... I'd say the injuries are more of the blow than the actual yeah. loss. The loss, like, whatever. Yeah. If oh. they win next week. They can still win the division. And they, oh, yeah, they can't win. I think there is a way they could get to a home field, but they need, like, they likely need the Saints and the Packers to lose to get into a three-way tie with them to get, like, the conference. But then again, they would have lost two conference records in a row, or games in a row. That's probably dropped them. Yeah, I don't know if they can. Yeah. I think they needed Packers to lose. But. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're still a game behind the Niners, but they hold the tiebreaker over the Niners um, already. So if they beat them, they'll, okay. they'll, get the, they'll win the division. Yeah. Um, 
And then this game was exactly what I thought was going to happen. Chiefs 26, Bears 3. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Bears, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then a game with no offense really until like late third quarter. Packers-Vikings, the Monday night game that just got over. Uh, this The first half was ugly. Packers kept turning the ball over. Vikings couldn't do anything. I don't know what's wrong with the Vikings play calling, but it's bad. Cousins did not throw for very many yards, and he had like a 35-yard touchdown too. Um, but just all the play calls they're running, they're really bad and ugly. 28-yard touchdown. Uh, yeah, not a good game. Packers win. They win the division. Uh, Vikings are the sixth seed now. I don't think they're locked into the sixth seed, though. Um. Oh, no, they would be because they lost to the Seahawks. Right? Um. Yeah, I think they are locked into the sixth. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because nobody can catch them. Like, Nope, the Rams lost, so they're done, so that's it. Yeah. Playoffs are those six teams. No. Because if the Eagles lose and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys get in. Nice. Yeah. If the Eagles lose and the Cowboys get in, because if you look at it, it doesn't say anything about clinched on the Eagles. Yeah, okay. They must, I can't see the Cowboys record. I just see the playoffs. Because. Oh, uh, because if the Cowboys win and the Eagles lose, the Cowboys will have a better division record. Are they both 8 and 7? Uh, no, the Cowboys are seven and eight, and the Eagles are eight and seven. Hmm. But if the Cowboys win, they'll be five and one in division, and if the Eagles lose, they'll be four and two. Oh, and, and that will be the second okay. tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, so we might as well jump into the playoff scenarios and whatnot now. Um, and that's the first one, and probably the most important one. Um, yeah, that's the most important one, right? Because it's for the division. It's for home field. For a game, until they lose, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I'd say that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, trying to look down at the. Oh, that's why. Yeah, so Vikings are locked into the six in the NFC. Uh, they could win, and it doesn't matter because even if they're eleven and five, and Seattle's eleven and five, Seattle has the head-to-head because of that Monday night game. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then at the top, one, two, three. You got Niners, Packers, Saints, all at twelve and three. Uh, right now, it's Niners, Packers, Saints. Um, and I think, yeah, that's how it would finish. Because the Niners beat the Packers and the Saints. Yep. Um, the Saints beat. And then the Packers have the tiebreaker over New Orleans based on win percentage in conference games. Because Packers are 9-2 and two and the Saints are 8-3. and three. So... That means you, Alex, are rooting for the Seahawks this week to beat the Niners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because then if the Saints win, they get home field. Yeah, that would be the way it works. Yeah. That'd be good. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing. There it is. Yeah. So that's so the Saints need the Seahawks to win or the Lions to beat the Packers, which that's not going to happen. Not likely. Because the Packers are still going to be playing because they they need to win to keep home field, pretty much. Um, you can't play expecting the Niners to lose or the Saints to lose. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, there's just not a lot, I guess. And then the Niners, Seahawks. Or if the Hawks win, they get what's probably going to be the three seed. Yeah, it should be three seed. Yeah. Which means they would play Minnesota in Seattle. Um, yeah, so if the Seahawks win, they'll get the Vikings in Seattle. And then the Niners would have to go to whoever wins Philly and Dallas. Like whoever ends up winning the division. So it'd be Likely. Better, it'd be better to lose. <laughs> well, you want the bye. But, yeah, but if you don't get the bye. Oh, yeah. Uh, you yeah, want Seattle can't get the bye. Sadly, so you'd, you'd prefer well, to play Philly, I would think. Yeah. Or Dallas. I don't, I don't know if Seattle wants to play Dallas. Probably not Dallas, but I think they would take Philly. Yeah. Yeah, so there's just not a lot of playoff scenarios in the NFC. Um, there's not a ton in the AFC either. There's at least a little, a tiny yeah. little bit. Um, Ravens have clinched the one seed. Doesn't matter what happens in the last week for them because they beat the Patriots, and they're the only team within a game. Uh, Patriots are the two right now. They need to win or have the Chiefs lose to stay as the two um, because the Chiefs are 11-4 and four and currently the three seed. Um, they need to win or have Houston lose because Houston beat Kansas City. Right? Yeah, I think Houston beat Kansas City. Because Houston beat Kansas City and New England. Yeah. Um, so currently Kansas City's the three. They've locked up their division. Houston's locked up their division. They're the four. But I thought I saw that Houston's likely going to bench most of their players to keep them healthy and to stay as the four seed and deal with that. Yeah, because it, it, it's gonna, they're probably not going to jump anywhere. No. Kansas City should win. Yeah. Um, and then Buffalo's locked into the five. So really the top five pick or places, not a lot going on there. Nope. It should pretty much be right where yeah. they are. And then, so there's actually three teams fighting for the sixth seed. Tennessee, eight and seven. Pittsburgh, eight and seven. Oakland, seven and eight. Not the Colts. They can't get in. I don't think so. No, because Oakland has a head-to-head tiebreaker over the Colts. But if... Um, I don't know who they're playing, but if the Colts win, Oakland doesn't. No, because I think... So if Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Oakland lose, and Indy wins... I don't... Because they not have, like, a... Well, they might not have the head-to-head versus Tennessee. I don't think so. Didn't Tennessee sweep Indy? I don't know. Off the top of my head. Because I thought... Yeah, they lost... Oh, wait. No, Tennessee lost to the Colts and then beat the Colts. Oh, wait. No, maybe I am wrong. Uh, what did that just said that the Titans still have a playoff shot? Yeah, Titans missed Derrick Henry, but still have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, I thought, oh, maybe it's just that them and Oakland do. So there are four teams fighting for that spot. Um, doesn't say how. That's cool. You should never t- title your article "Team Still Has Playoff Shot" and then not explain how they can get to the playoffs. Oh, and Why? I just closed the whole thing. Um, okay, so Tennessee and Pittsburgh are eight and seven. Um, yeah, and Tennessee wins; they're in. Yeah, because they have the tiebreaker over Pittsburgh now, right? Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh wins. Tennessee, Tennessee loses, loses. They're in. Both them lose. And Oakland home. wins. They should be in. Then Oakland's in. If all three of them lose and Indy wins, then, then Indy's in. Dang it. Which would be crazy. 
we've seen this kind of stuff happen before. Uh, there was a year where like Baltimore, Tennessee, and Buffalo or something all had to lose and the Chargers, or maybe it was Buffalo, Tennessee, and the Chargers all had to lose and Buffalo won, something like that. I think it was those four teams and it ended up happening. Tennessee is going to Houston this week, but likely Houston's going to bench all their people. And Tennessee has looked pretty good with Tannehill. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh is going to Baltimore. Baltimore's resting all their players. So maybe. Maybe. Depends on. I don't know how good their backups are, but. I'm not sure. I mean, they got a Heisman at his backup, so. That's true. <laughs> um, Oakland. Who's Oakland have? Not Kansas City. Does Oakland have Denver? Um, I can hear your brother just yelling at the microphone. Yes, they do have Denver. They're in Denver. Um, and do not expect to see any games at any other days on any other days this week besides Sunday because every game is on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And I'm pretty sure it is set up so that... So that all the teams that could be impacted play at the same time. Yeah, it kind of looks that way. They're all afternoon. Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, Tennessee, 125. Yeah, because there's eight morning games and eight afternoon games. Oh, there is a a Sunday night game. I didn't think there was. Yeah, Seahawks. They bumped them. Yeah, because nothing else depends on them. Um, yeah, in the past, it's been only morning or afternoon games because you don't want a team to have like a leg up and know what they need to do to get somewhere. Yeah. Which I guess for them, it kind of does, but it's also going to get a ton of ratings being in Seattle and like with the division on the line. So, yeah, the only reason I knew that was because I have one of the guys I work with is going to the game. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a good thing I took the next day off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably because yeah, you're going to get home late. Yeah. Are you looking at it right now? The game? Yeah. Yeah. Tickets start as low as? Oh, I didn't see that. I'm not on it. Take a guess. Uh, 320. 363 for a ticket. I'm glad I went five, six years ago, whenever it was, when they were like 100 bucks. (laughs) Meanwhile, at the Rams game, you can get a ticket for $12. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wonder how much a ticket, like, how many tickets? One ticket. That way you see all of them. Like what a sideline ticket would be fifty oh uh fifty yard line, thirteen hundred dollars for a ticket. Uh no. No, no, no. Yeah, no, not gonna happen. Here we go. Seahawks sideline. Oh, just no tickets available. That's why. <laughs> I would sell my ticket for thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, and just buy playoff tickets. Yeah. Probably would do that, I'd probably go. I don't know. <laughs> Buy a new set of golf clubs? Yeah, I like my golf clubs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, they're not that old. Yeah. Actually, they're, they're decent. They're six years old now. Yeah, but you've only used them like 14 times. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it. You mad because I'm right? <laughs> this last couple of years has been... Yeah. It's tough. Um, I think that's going to do it for the playoff scenarios. There's just not a lot of them, right? And now I'm set. <laughs> I like that you mime drinking the beer and then drink the beer. <laughs> I wasn't gonna chug it that much, jeez. Saint Coors Light. That's true. Just chug. It's actual beer. It's real beer. 
Wada. All right, back to topic. Back to next week's games, week 17. Um, Jets, Bills, doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Browns at Bengals, doesn't matter. No. Bengals have the number one pick locked up. Yeah. Uh, Packers at Lions, matters a little bit. Packers need to win. They need to win if they want the the bye. Yeah, and they should win their nine and a half point favorites. Unless they sit people and... Yeah, but they they shouldn't. They, yeah, they shouldn't. Maybe yeah. buy is better than yeah. they can sit next week. Yeah. Um, Chargers Chiefs doesn't really matter, but <sighs> Chiefs do need to win. Yeah. Or Houston lose. Yeah. Um, Bears Vikings uh, doesn't, doesn't matter, matter at all. Uh, Dolphins Patriots matters a little if bit. The Chiefs win. It matters. Yeah, but they're playing at the same time. So. Um, Biggest line of the week here. Patriots are favored by 16. That's a uh, lot. 15 and a half. Oh. Yeah. ESPN's got 16. Whatever. So they're favored by a lot. <laughs> Two touchdowns plus. Uh, Falcons at Bucks. Let's go, Jameis. Get that 30 30. 36 36. Saints at Panthers. Huge road favorites. It's got to be like one of the biggest road favorites you've ever seen. 13 points on the road. So that means if it's in New Orleans, they're like 19 points. That's a lot of points. Like that's, yeah, that's a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. And it would only be like the seventh highest points part of the year. Because I think the Dolphins were, the Dolphins or Jets for like the first five weeks of the season where one of them was 20-point underdog. I mean, they spotted the, Pan- not the Panthers, the Titans, 14. And that's they true. still won by 14. So I mean, 10. 38-28. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I think last time these two teams played, weren't the Saints up by like 14, 17, end of the third quarter? And it was tied, and the Saints scored at the end to win. Right? Maybe. I think so. Uh, skins at Cowboys, first fairly meaning. Like, none of those morning games really matter at all. Mm-hmm. Just for like standings. Position a little yeah. bit here and there, but nothing major. Uh, yeah, this is the first one that. Yeah, and we're into the afternoon games now. Redskins at Cowboys. They probably do that for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cowboys, they have to win this game. That's it. They have to win. Um, because then the other one is Eagles at Giants. Um, Eagles win, they're in. Eagles lose, Cowboys win, Cowboys are in. That's... Both play bad teams in their division. Yeah. Um, and the Giants and the Redskins showed they're pretty equal. Um, because it was 41-35 and went to overtime. I think the one good thing... (laughs) Or the best thing for Cowboys fans is the Redskins gave up like 190 yards on the ground to Saquon, like 260 total or something. So Zeke should feast. Should. Sure. Um, he's one of the top running backs in yards this year. He's still got 1,235 yards, hmm. but which it just doesn't seem like it. No. It but I think it's been pretty consistent where it's just like 80 yards, 100 yards, 70 yards. No big gains. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's one of those things you don't really think about. It's like, oh, like he had 80 yards again. Well, yeah, when you get to the end of the year, that ends up being like 1,300, 1,400 yards. So. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he had no 100-yard games. Yeah. I know he did, but. Yeah. Yeah. I know the 100-yard game he had, he still had like 40 yards less rushing than the other guy. <laughs> um, Raiders at Broncos. Uh, it could mean something. Draft picks? Well, Oakland could make oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's right. They could. Um. But playing in Denver, 
Denver, I think Denver's actually good. They're better than the record, I yeah. think. Um, Cardinals at Rams. That game doesn't matter nope. at all. Nothing. Just draft picks. Yeah. Which I hope that the Cardinals win because it would send a better draft pick to the Jaguars. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, that'd be good for Teddy. Teddy! Teddy! Teddy and the Jags! Sorry, I can't go as high and as loud as Brad can. Uh, Colts at Jaguars. Uh, similar to the Raiders game, the Colts are fourth in line. They have to win and have a bunch of other things happen that we talked about. Mm-hmm. But this game's in Jacksonville. Uh, Steelers are playing in Baltimore. The Ravens are benching all their players, and the line has swung drastically because of that. Um, Monday morning, the line was like... Or no, this afternoon the line was Baltimore by two and a half. In the last couple of hours, it's changed to Pittsburgh by two. <laughs> it's, I, I I don't like benching and push. You're gonna get a, the buy anyway, so you yeah. you're gonna get a rest. Well, I think it's because Lamar was hobbling a little bit. Well, I, he ended up being Ingram's actually hurt. That's fine. You don't play like you don't have to play them too. Yeah. Which I I'm assuming when they say they're benching their players, they're gonna bench like the vets, like the old vets. And Ingram and Lamar, and that's it. Yeah, I don't, don't bench everyone. Yeah. That, if they bench Lamar, yeah, that, yeah. that's make a huge difference. Which they already said they are. RG3's playing. Which is fine. He's, he used to be good. Maybe, yeah. he's, maybe he's got his confidence back. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Like, if he goes and balls out, that'd be awesome. Just like, he got his uh, training tapes from Lamar. <laughs> like, boom, boom. Breaking ankles. End of the game, he's just like, yeah, I've been teaching Lamar all season. Like, I can still do this. Um, last Sunday game, or Sunday afternoon game, is Titans at Texans. Titans need to win. Four-point favorites. Yeah, and this is another line that's been moving around. Uh, this morning, it was Texans by, or Titans by five and a half. By tonight, it's Titans by four. So maybe the Texans, they're leaning towards not benching their players. Um, because a win and the Kansas City loss could get them to the three seed. But they can't get a bye, so no. that's probably why they're like, eh, this, this is the fourth fine. It's probably better not to hurt your um, top players. But. And I wonder if another way they're looking at it is, so you're playing Buffalo or one of the combo of Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Oakland, Indy. Like, Do you really care who you play? No, not really. But so just Buffalo's not the greatest team. No, so just going healthy to that game. So maybe that's why the line keeps bouncing around because they're just not sure what they want to do yet. And then easily the game of the week: Niners at Hawks Sunday night in Seattle. The return of Peace Bro. That's right, Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> just as we right before we started recording. Right. Well, no. Right at we were recording. When we were recording when it happened. Okay. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Has signed with the Seahawks now. They got both their running backs now from the 2016. Yeah. Who'd you say the other guy was? Turbin. Yeah. So Marshawn Lynch, Robert Turbin. And you said there's a couple other guys you thought they should look at. Well, it was mostly their old guys. Oh, okay. Who were the other ones? Thomas Rawls. Okay. Was Procise one of them? No, Procise. He's on their team. Oh, yeah. Turbin. No. Old Baltimore running back. I think. Uh, I'm trying to blank right now on the name. Justin Forsett? 
no, not for that. <laughs> and the other one, the one who was uh, uh, Collins. Oh, okay. Alex he, Collins? I don't know how good he's been doing, but... No, he got into a lot of legal trouble. Okay. I was just thinking of, like, old players they, that had gone and yeah. done good. No, Collins, like, was out at 6 in the morning, or 5 in the morning or something, like, from the night before, and crashed his car drunk. At the beginning of the season, the Ravens were like, you're already hurt, you're cut. And that's yeah. the end of his NFL career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not the worst way a Raven has ended his career, but... And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then the other was uh, C.J. Anderson. Oh, okay. Just a veteran who's been on eight teams, teams. Or something like that. <laughs> something like that. He's been to, like three Super Bowls. And like, why not sign him? Especially with how he looked last year. Like he came in at the end of the year and saved the Rams' season. He's yeah. He's pretty much done that every time he gets signed late in the year. Yeah. He just comes in. And dumps, well, like, uh, uh, Mike Boone, the running back for the Vikings, who had to start tonight because. Um, Dalvin Cook and the Vikings' actual backup running back. I can't yes, I'm going to Mike. Um, I had him on my fantasy team all year. They were both hurt, and so Mike Boone was like, "I'm coming in fresh. Like, yeah, may I, maybe I'm not as good as these other guys, but I'm the only fresh running back in the NFL right now." Which is the same thing with C.J. Anderson, except he's a vet who's proven. Who's like, "Yeah, I might be a little out of shape or whatever, but I'm also a big dude who knows how to run, and I have fresh legs." Yeah. That makes a huge difference. So you're coming in at 100%. Yeah, maybe you're only at 80% of what you used to be, but you're going to guys who are hurt and injured and tired and all that stuff. So why not go for him? Which maybe that's what they're thinking with Marshawn? Yeah, with Marshawn and Turbin. Yeah. Turbin. 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 Yeah. I was just trying to look up how Marshawn Lynch did his last few years. I know it wasn't great. I thought he did okay one... Uh, not great, but I thought he did okay. But uh, he also he, played for Oakland, who... He was 4.3 and 4.2 his last two years. Still, still good. Yeah. Uh, but he is 34 now? But he's rested all year. Yeah. Uh, he's 33 still. Still uh, younger than Peterson? Yeah. He had a thousand again this year? I, uh, I thought he... Maybe. Um, differences Adrian Peterson works out like a, a monster and Marshawn Lynch was handing out shots at the last Raiders game in yeah. the parking lot <laughs> yeah, shots uh, how do you get loose before a game I don't know what you're talking about shot 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 <laughs> no Peterson had 820 yards this year um, 4.1 per carry so he's still doing pretty good and yes he is older he is 34 he is like exactly a year older than Lynch 34 277 34, 33, 245. Yeah, so like a year and a month different. Uh, yeah, so Seattle Seattle needs everyone they can get because they got a lot of hurt people. Yes, they do. Um, what was it? They, so Chris Carson's out. Dwayne Brown's out. Quandre Diggs is out. Shaquille Griffin's probably out. Shaquem, Shaquille. One of them. Yeah, yeah one of them. The corner. Um, he's out. It sounds like Clowney's going to play, but he's dealing with like the flu. He's coming back off the flu and the hernia. Is that what it is? It's not a hernia. It's a hernia-like injury oh, or something. Okay. I don't understand what it meant, but yeah. Weird. Um, uh, yeah. Um, Prosites, Penny. Just a lot of people. 
No, Procise <laughs> and Chris Carson are hurt. And Penny. Oh, Penny, Penny's Penny, hurt also? Penny tore his ACL oh, that's right. last week, week before. Plus, both their starting tight ends, they're on to like their practice squad tight end, who's actually really good. I like him, but... The guy who's been playing for quite a while, right? Yeah, it's been like... From uh, New England. Yeah. 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 It's been like four weeks, but... Yeah. No, it's been longer than that. So it's team like over Soul? I don't know how that. Oh, uh, starts with an H, right? Yeah. Hollister? Hollister, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been playing for like quite a while. Well, he's been playing, but he wasn't. I didn't think he was the starter. I thought they had. I thought all the way back to like before the Tampa Bay game. Maybe. I don't know. I'm never good at looking at Plus, they lost the receiver. Which one? Gordon. No. <laughs> that doesn't count. He's not a real person. But, uh, but actually, the other receiver's been banged up. Tyler Lockett? Yeah. Yeah. Ever since that calf injury, right? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's been banged up. Uh, basically, their whole team's banged up. Yeah, yeah Hollister's been playing for 10 games now. Well, he's been playing. I didn't think he was starting. I he he's was been playing a lot since, I want to say, Atlanta Week 8. Yeah, I think that's it. So that's like eight or nine games now. Eight games now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's the last game of the week. Um, yeah, there's no Monday. Yeah, no Monday game. Um, which Caitlin was happy about. I told her tonight. It's like, no more Monday games. You don't have to worry about that. There are two Saturday and two Sunday games. Like for the playoffs and a full day of Sunday, but whatever. Um, move on to gambling to finish out the episode. Uh, last week I went two zero and one. Alex went one one and one to drop to three games back. But it, like he said, it is a nice comeback on the year so far. Um, reminder: betting one ten to one hundred. My comebacks this week. This week, huh? Oh, you're going all opposite. <laughs> wow. All right. Hey, it could happen. Um, so start off it's with our last chance, right? No, there's still playoffs. Oh well, do this in the playoffs still. Oh well, whatever. I actually um, did. I didn't. I just voted. I didn't see yours first, but. Um, so first one is Tampa Bay at home against the Falcons. Tampa Bay is a one-point favorite, and if Jameis has thrown five touchdowns and eight interceptions, I think they're going to win the game. <laughs> and those eight interceptions are for pick sixes. Still think they're going to win the game. Sixty-four <laughs> to fifty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> just don't even know. Yeah, this game, it's like I don't know. Who's yeah, gonna win. I'm, I'm, I'm just picking the home team here. Um, uh, Bucks are one point favorites, so I, th- I just think they win. And if they win, I'm guessing it's by more than one. So doesn't have to be. Well, if they win by one, it's a push. Oh, okay. Yeah, but how teams don't win by one very often? Usually, so, not. it's kind of hard. The way I always look at it, if a team is a one point favorite. And I think they're going to win. I'm fine taking them. Like, that doesn't bother me. I went the opposite of Winston, so (laughs) that's my pick. All right. (laughs) Next one up is Niners at Hawks. And the Niners are three-point favorites here, likely because of all those Hawks injuries. Yes. Um, I just, I'm comfortable with the Niners here. Yeah, I went Hawks because Beast Mode's going to take his first carry to the house. And you want the Hawks to win so the Saints get home field. That might be a little bit of a reason. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm taking Niners to win by four or more. Alex is taking the Hawks to 
win or lose by one or two. Yeah. Plus also that they don't usually lose by more than one or two. Yeah. How disappointing of an end to the season would it be if this game tied? <laughs> like, huge game. Biggest game of the year. Last game of the year. 24-24. It's a tie. <laughs> I would laugh. Oh, that's what and I'm rooting for. Brad would come out with, we need people in strings from the ceilings and yeah, and this mumbo jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last game <laughs> that we're going with for gambling is Dallas at home playing the Redskins. Uh, when I checked, it was eleven and a half points for Dallas. I don't feel comfortable about it, but the Redskins are bad. Dallas is either really good or horrible. Like, that's a big swing, and Dallas hasn't looked great. Yeah. So um, I think no matter what, Dallas fans should be happy because if they well, not if they win and Philly loses, they're in. But if they lose, that means Jason Garrett should be gone. He should be. Yeah. Because he is horrible. 250 yards, too. What's that? Peterson. <laughs> 250, going out party. I'm taking the under on that. He's rushing for 40 times for 250. And he's just <laughs> Let's go with like 199 so he gets to 1,000 on the season. He's going for it. He's just going to keep uh, running and running and running. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna run out of the stadium at the end. Nice, like uh, Bo Jackson, right when he ran over Bosworth. Yeah, he just, like yeah, just ran through yeah. the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, so I got Cowboys to win by twelve or more, and you got the Redskins to keep it within eleven or win the game. <laughs> win the game. Uh, yeah. So that will do it for gambling for the week. As Alex tries to catch up, he'll either yeah, he's got a chance to get to even. He's also got a chance to be six games back. Uh, we'll find out next week when we start doing our playoff previews. I think that's going to do it. Make sure to check out Homestead for all your golfing needs. And Alex with some kind of neat sign-off here. Maybe?